Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. And with me today, I have a special guest appearance with Dre with Reformed by Dre Fitness, uh, about 20 minutes outside of the inner city of Decula, Georgia. Dre, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm motivated and dedicated. Oh, I love it. I'm I love him. He's a poet and he didn't know it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, well, hey, man, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Um, and I'm excited to have a conversation with you about some things. So okay, let's dive in. Um, love to start our conversation off with you. Tell me about you, your vision, your passion. You know, what makes you whole and why did you decide to start your own fitness journey? All right. Uh, I guess long story short, um, um, I've been a former athlete. I've been an athlete all my life, but being a former athlete, um, turned trainer, coach, uh, gym owner, uh, it kind of started with um, once I left um, basketball, right? Um, I, uh, you know, just wanted to be a part of a team again. Uh, so from there, I kind of start training when, um, cause I've, I've traveled and lived in a lot of different places. Um, um, just my family's a basketball family. So, um, I played overseas, I played, um, uh, college basketball. So I played basketball my entire life. Uh, from there, kind of, um, my little call my little big brother. He, uh, he ended up taking his, his career a little further and us being uh, very close, uh, I kind of got a chance to experience that with him. So uh, I traveled to a lot of different places and Toronto was the place where I kind of um, found the passion for uh, training. Um, I started there just training, uh, doing the one-on-one training, um, doing a little bit of group fitness, learning about a few different methods of, of fitness while I was there. Um, and from there, my vision kind of grew. Um, I saw, uh, you know, where I could kind of, uh, change fitness because I say my motto is, you know, we're all athletes and we're all competing in the sport of life, right? Uh, that's the biggest sport we can always compete in. So, uh, from that, a vision grew and me just doing the traveling that I did, cause I've lived in a lot of different places. Uh, basketball kind of took me everywhere from, um, Florida to what? Nashville to uh, Brooklyn to Toronto to Hawaii to Europe. Like I traveled a lot of different places, right? Um, so I saw a lot. And with that, um, uh, I just wanted to create a method that was going to give you a full body workout and uh, an athletic a setting. Um, and that's where the, the 4D method came from. That's where Reformed by Drayford Lifestyle came from. Um, and I could I could dive a little bit into that a little later, but um, that's where that's where it began. That's awesome, man! I love the passion. I can literally I can feel the passion, um, and you know that I think that makes for a great setup for you know success. Because mm-hmm. if you're not passionate, then why are you doing it, right? right? Are you doing it just because it fell into your lap and you're like, oh well, it's something to make money or to do or you know whatever the case is? But when you add your personal touch. And it's like, I've been through this. I've done this. And by the way, all that traveling sounds phenomenal. Sounds so much fun. <laughs> travel. 
um, hard work, obviously, but you know, hard work pays off. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, no, uh, passion behind the purpose, uh, I think is tenfold. Um, so with that being said, let's, um, you know, kind of walk me through a little bit of, you know, reformed by Dre fit lifestyle. Like what, when somebody comes to you, what can they expect? You know, all the different services that you offer, um, you know, kind of, kind of go through this, like uh, a full spectrum of it. Uh, so when they come to me, uh, I, I consider, um, our gym, a one-stop shop, right? Uh, you're going to get not just the fitness, but you're going to get nutrition, you're going to get accountability, you're going to get community and you're going to get a wonderful experience. Um, so I just want to give everybody everything when they come in, right? So when they leave this facility every single day, they can't wait to come back, right? It's almost like they get their butt kicked, but I need to go back and get my butt kicked because, you know, I'm getting the results and I love doing it. Um, so it's it's uh, like we focus on speed, we focus on your strength, we focus on conditioning, and then we focus on your power, um, and we do it within a 60 minute, uh, workout that is always different. It's never going to be something that you see the next day. It's always going to be something different, right? Um, from there, you're going to burn anywhere from 300 to a thousand calories. And that's 60 minutes of, you know, you're working right. And mostly we focus on your effort, uh, I always tell everybody your fitness is the byproduct. So it's all about effort. As long as you're giving your effort, you're going to get the 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 look that you're looking for. Uh, not only are we working your body, but we're working your mind as well. Um, so that's pretty much like a little short stint of what we offer. Um, and anybody that comes in, I already know it's just all about once we get them in the door, they're not going to leave. Like, it's just one of those experiences that you have and you're like, I've never done anything like this before and I want to go and do it again. It's like game, set, match. Yeah. Um, Awesome. And like when you're chasing or playing the game of life, like one side's going to win. Yeah. And, you know, whatever, whatever that's going to be. So with like your facility, what like specifically, what can, um, or like, like, what type of people do you mostly see that come to your facility? Is it, is it like general pop, you know, like somebody looking to lose 30 to 50 pounds, like kind of, kind of walk me through that. Like what's like the general, you know, like audience that you see? Uh, well, well, right now the general um, audience that we see is pretty much the general pop, but me being a former athlete, I do have athletes come through. Uh, we do offer um, classes to, uh, just different. Um, it could be high school. It could be college. Just different. Uh, um, it could be soccer. It could be track. Actually, we had some boxers come through as well. Uh, just because you know, I believe in you know not just the part about losing the thirty to fifty pounds, but also training up somebody who is uh, specified in a different uh, sport. And um, so I believe in training them up as well, because I know the benefit that you can get from it because they'll excel in their sport as well. Um, so I leave it open, but um, mostly it's going to be general pop. It's going to be, um, you know, people who want to lose the 30 to 50 pounds. Got it. Um, well, that's cool. So, in a in a roundabout way, when like what's 
you talked about, you know, like once they're in, they're hooked, you know, they're not leaving. What, when someone comes into your door, what's kind of like the onboarding? Like what's, what's their first look like? Like what's their first um, class experience? Like how, how do you like, from the moment they walk in as a general lead to now they're a member? Um, so when somebody first walks in, we, um, we just give them the experience of being welcome, right? Uh, we let them know that, you know, there's no pressure and this is, we'll meet you where you are and we're a family here. Uh, so we ask the necessary questions to kind of get to know you, right? And from there, like we're getting to know you and we remember you, right? It could be, um, you like to walk your dog every day. It could be, hey, I got three kids and I spend a lot of time taking them to this practice, that practice. We never forget that because we don't see you as just a number, but an actual uh, a, a family friend, right? Or, or part of the family. So that's how we kind of look at every single person that come in. And I think that um, with that, it kind of creates that community feel that everybody's looking for when they do come to a gym, right? If it's just, you know, you just want to be a part of a, a family, um, we, we welcome all um, everybody. It doesn't matter. We don't discriminate against anybody. You can meet, we can meet you where you are, or you can be, again, a professional athlete. It doesn't matter. Um, so that's pretty much the feel that people get when they come in, um, you know, just being a part of something that's special. Yeah, give it, given that personal touch, you know, it's more than just like numbers in the door, numbers out the door. Exactly. Yeah, I uh, one of the things that I learned when I was growing um, into the coaching role is like you get 20 seconds to make a great first impression, right? Mm-hmm. Once that impression's there, they're either going to stick with it or it's going to be not so settling. And so, right. you know, kind of set yourself apart from the competition, quote unquote, um, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, what what's everybody else doing and what am I doing that's different or better? Exactly. So I love that. I love that, man. Um, so with that being said, you know, uh, how many members are you currently, uh, you know, servicing? Like, like what's like your, your current membership base or, you know, how many people do you train a week or a month? Uh, I would say currently we are, um, okay. So we've been open maybe 18 months since, the first day so about 18 months now right now we're at i want to say 60 plus members but we've seen i would say at least over 100 uh people um because we have people that come from out of town and we offer them that you know drop-in class Mm -hmm. uh rate right or drop-in class membership that they want um so i mean we've grown steadily right um i think Cause we've been a part of uh gym lunch for these 18 months that we've been open and we've seen uh dramatic growth, but also we've figured out what uh, marketing strategies work for us. Uh, what kind of keeps people in this community uh, coming in. Right. Um, so I think we've, we've done pretty well. Uh, I see within that two year frame, you know, we can double this number and, you know, bet the 120 plus. Right. Um, right now, I think my team is uh, we had a small team, but I have a, uh, a consistent, uh, trustworthy, hardworking team. Right. It's, it's just three of us. Um, and we've been motivated and dedicated to, you know, building this brand, building this gym. And we've had, you know, positive results from that. Yeah. And at the end of the day, as long as you get those results and you're changing lives and, you know, it's every it's like a domino effect, everything's going up. 
Yes, exactly. Awesome, man. So with, you know, obviously, you, you know, with that number and, you know, the, the program that you're in and what you're doing and everything, um, what has been your greatest, you know, it's kind of like a two-part question, but what has been your greatest successes? And then what has also been some struggles in this process? Um, I say our greatest success, that was a great question. So greatest success has just been, um, um, like you, man, I am a, a people's person. I like to help people, right? Um, very genuine about that. Um, so that that probably has been the greatest success, just helping people achieve their goals um, and getting to um, just things that they thought that wasn't possible. Uh, for instance, I can just, off the top of my head, remember one member uh, coming in with knee replacements and you know, her doctor told her that she'd never be able to do a lot of things again. And uh, her coming here, she has proved that doctor wrong. So he calls her a miracle case when she comes in. I mean, she's running, right? She's doing things that she's never, she said, never done before. Even before she had the knee replacement, she wasn't doing. So um, those type of things kind of, um, you know, just fills my heart with joy. And I know, hey, I'm, I'm doing the right thing. We're doing the right thing. We're on the right track. Um, so that's one of the biggest uh, things I say is, has been successful for us is just changing people's lives um, inside and out. Um, also, I guess, uh, I guess struggles has been just finding that, that, that strategy that works for us, uh, just being in the community that we're in. Um, we have, yeah, a lot of different competition and um, um, with that, you know, just, we already set ourselves apart, but it's more so about just the marketing part of it, um, getting ourselves out there um, and making sure that people know that we're here and we're here to help and we're not, you know, the old thing that you did. We're, you know, part of what the, the new you, I say that. So just doing something new and creating this new you that you really want, um, that you've been looking for. So that's been pretty, pretty much our biggest struggle. Yeah. And, and it, it makes sense too. Um, you know, you touched on that, that marketing piece, you know, and uh, I'm going to circle back to that, but what I wanted to ask is, you know, uh, it's January, it's Q1. Um, you know, what, you know, we're what 18 days in, yeah. um, let, let's talk like December, even November to now, like what, you know, on a month over month basis, you know, like how many leads are you seeing come into your facility? How many people are you turning over into members? Kind of like, what's that scenario? Uh, so I would say November to December, um, November was a good month. Um, uh, just say we had, uh, off the top of my head, I could say in, in November we had, cause we had a challenge going on as well. So I would say with the challenge and with, uh, you know, leads, you know, just organic leads and, and, and things like that paid leads, we had at least 20 20 to 25 leads. It's just off the top of my head. And from there, we turned over, I want to say, um, it might have been eight to 10 that we turned over um, into actual members. Uh, I don't know what that percentage is, but to say out of 20, eight to 10, I think is pretty decent. Um, but then again, it was also in November. Uh, it was also in December, uh, December in this area, since we live in a um, pretty, I would say, family oriented community. A lot of people 
take Christmas, <laughs> take Christmas off, right? Yeah. Thanksgiving and Christmas off. Um, so in December, um, I say December, it was um, a little lower than that. So maybe we turned over, maybe out of 10 leads, we had, we had more than 10 leads, I'll say that. But out of those leads, we turned over maybe five to six people Yeah, in December. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the, the last percentage was about 40% roughly. Yeah. Uh, and then so, you know, go bump it up to 60. That's a, you know, obviously an increase, definitely. Yeah. Cool, man. Um, love that. So circling back around to the marketing, um, you know, what's one thing, and I know you mentioned like strategy, but what's one thing that you guys are doing really well? And then what's one thing that, you know, maybe isn't so well, but could take it to like that next level? Um, I think one thing that we do well is, um, I think as a whole, we kind of present to any new lead, um, this is something different and this is something that, you know, is going to change your life, right? Again, uh, not just physically, but mentally and as a whole. Um, so that's something that we present. So, cause when people come in, they, that's typically what they say. We've never seen this. They've never done it before. Um, and from there, they're kind of hooked and, hey, they're bringing in more referrals, more people, right? Um, but I would say we could some something that we can work on um, would be, again, is just uh, um, the marketing side, like the marketing side. Um, figuring out different ways to market the business, uh, figuring out different ways to reach a greater area than just the area that we're in, right? Uh, like I said, we're right outside of Atlanta, about 20, 25 minutes. But if we were to be able to reach out to, because Atlanta is a big city, right? And oh, yeah. reaching out to them could bring us big numbers. And not only that, but we're not too far away from um, uh, University of Georgia. Right. And we have a few members that come from the University of Georgia. Uh, but my dream is to not just reach like, you know, just the general pop, but hey, get some of those Georgia football players in here uh, in the summertime when they're training. Um, Atlanta Braves, uh, Atlanta Hawks, just, just getting some of those type of guys in here. Um, and we've had a few come through, but I want to get them in here where it's a uh, a thing every single year where they spend time and they kind of grow as a team, right? Uh, coming into this facility and working out and doing something different that could help the team. Yeah, no, that that's huge. I uh, <clears throat> Michigan fan, but um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, I understand. <laughs> all good, all is good. No, absolutely though. Like, and especially if you have that workout, that dynamic where it's like nobody's ever seen this before. Maybe a sports player has never seen this before, you know, like strength conditioning programs in football are, you know, few and far between. They're all different. They focus on like football specific. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and, you know, uh, you know, I went down that road and, you know, having something that hits on like all the dynamics, you know, where it's like, just like a well-rounded um, program versus like, okay, we're going to go hit the sled or, you know, route drills or whatever. But if you could do that, you know, at a facility that's, has that long lasting impression you could definitely get those like big time name players and also you know it's going to help you exactly uh, exactly 
so with you know the, your marketing and you know like your vision what you want to do let's you know shift to the big picture like big big picture like let's talk like i'll break it up into two parts we'll go like like five-year plan and then like long long term like 10 years like where where do you want to see yourself like like compared to your current state where do you want to see yourself grow and get to a point of i made it like what does that look like for you uh so i would say since you said five-year plan five-year plan is um just um in five years just having multiple locations uh, and it could be honestly kind of spread out throughout you know the, the southeast uh where you know where i'm from um and you know just just getting us out there um honestly um i know you mentioned before uh just orange theory right Sure. My background. I uh, started off as a coach there, um, and in six months, um, I got my own facility as a head coach. And from there, I grew that business to oh, 400 members in like three months, right? Um, and from there, I kind of, you know, it kind of pushed my dream even further forward. Um, so that's kind of, you know, just learning about our theory altogether. It's kind of been like, okay, this is, this is the model, right? I want, I want to follow. Um, and so from there, it's just that that's been it, right? I want to just kind of, um, take this five-year plan to where maybe I got a couple more multiple locations, right? We're kind of just working out the kinks. Uh, we're trying to put this thing on autopilot, and then from there, um, you know, just take it like literally nationwide, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep, nationwide. Because I think this is something that could kind of change the world of, uh, I say, circuit training all together. Oh, that's, that's a great vision. Um, and with, you know, with that and you, your personal experience, you know, it, being a coach, it's like you have learned and gained the skills and like seeing like what it takes to kind of run off and do your own thing. And mm-hmm. now you're doing it and now it's time to scale it. All right. Um, so what, and, and if marketing is, is the thing, what, you know, specifically inside of marketing, but like, what would, what is the biggest bottleneck um, of you getting to that second location, that third location? Like what, what's holding you back or what's not working that it's, it's taking more time or, you know, you're just not quite there. Uh, honestly, I mean, we, we are working on it. Um, um, but I guess just pretty much getting this, uh, jam on autopilot is to me, it's going to be the bigger goal. And once I get that on autopilot, um, just say, just hiring a, a head coach. Right. And then having a few coaches up under that head coach. And that that's pretty much um the biggest bottleneck, just because it's a different method. So I honestly um would have to train and train and train because it's not easy to teach. Um, so just say again, taking on the model of orange theory where you have to go in for an entire week before you even hire to 
learn the training method, test out on it, uh, things like that. That's pretty much been the, the biggest bottleneck, right? Uh, because it is, it's, it's, it's something that it's not easy to learn, but once you learn it, you got it, right? But you have to be enthused to do it. Uh, so right now, um, we haven't really advertised to hiring new coaches. We've had a couple come in, um, but from those couple, we've only hired one because that was the only one that could actually grasp the concept and actually teach it, right? Because mm -hmm. it takes passion. If you don't have passion for this, you know, you're not going to do well. You're not going to excel. No, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. It's, uh, you know, you you can coach, you can teach someone how to be a coach, but you can't teach personality. Like you can teach mm -hmm. them like the segments of the class and like the concepts, but if they don't have the personality, then it's not even worth it. Exactly, exactly. Awesome, man. Um, so with that, I like to touch on, you know, kind of like your your you know, it sounds like marketing is, it's fair to say that marketing is like the key to like, yes, to that next level. Right. Yes, exactly. Um, you know, lead gen, um, you know, getting, getting, you know, not only organic, but also like, you know, maybe like those, those paid advertisings, like the Facebook leads, the, the, you know, just this leads that you can reach out to a bigger audience and a target where it's like, Hey, I live 25 minutes away, but I saw your ad. I want to come check you out. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Um, what does your retention look like? You know, like when you bring somebody in and then the lifespan of that member, like what, what does that look like? Do you guys have things in plate and uh, excuse me, procedures and process to, you know, like handle like attrition or, you know, walk me through that. Oh, so retention is, uh, my retention is pretty good. Um, I would say if you wanted to put it in the percentage, uh, I would say about 85 to 90 is retention because once we get a member, they kind of stay, uh, they stay with us. Um, I mean, you have, you know, a few that leave because of location, um, money troubles, things like that. Just a regular everyday person um, um, difficulties. But um, as far as our nutrition, um, we pretty much get people and keep people um, retain without nutrition, not just the workout, but the retention, because it's all, I teach everybody it's all one, right? Because again, we all know 90% is nutrition, 10% is the fitness. And so once they grasp that concept, they kind of hold on to it. Um, and we've had people that left and then they came back just because, you know, people, they, you know, that's like a, um, that's the thing with most trainers and gyms, like, people get to the goal and they think they can leave because they can cons consistently do it without you. But we've had people that leave and then they come back. Um, so our retention has been pretty good and we want to keep it that way. Uh, just because like, I, again, we found that that model that works for us. And that was really the biggest thing, just finding that niche, that thing that worked for us. And so mm -hmm. kind of figured that out. And from there, our retention has been pretty good. That's awesome to hear. You know, retention is key because if you're having so many people walking out of the doors coming in, then you're not really getting that net positive. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. What, um, from a, like a sales point, what would it take? Like how, how many like leads would you need to convert into members to be able to, you know, bring on that head coach to train them up. So like you trust them, you know, with your vid, cause this is your baby. Right. Uh, 
you right. know, what, you know, what number lead member turnover um, would it look like to where you can say, okay, I have this head coach. I trust them. They're going to run these coaches. This studio is going to maintain, you know, allow me to step back and let it run on quote unquote, your autopilot. And now I can focus on the next studio and start getting into that multi-role. What does that number look like? I would say that number looks like, uh, I mean, we've, I'm, I'm a numbers guy, so I calculated it already. Like, obviously, once we get to that, that 75 to the 100 member mark, um, and again, I'm setting that goal up for the next six months, um, getting to that number would, would pretty much kind of set us up to, uh, in the meantime, within those six months, hire a new coach and then also maybe promote the coach that I have uh, working now to a head coach because um, they've been with us uh, for for a while. Uh, I say here now. Um, and yeah, so that number is 75 to 100. Like I calculated it up. I'm like, OK, boom, we get this number. It's time to go. And, you know, because like I said, already we've already been looking at, for a second location uh as we speak now so um yeah so that's 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 the number we're looking for that's 75 to 100 that and it it, you know it does sound like you know you're super super far away and you know the things that you have in place you know um you know it's 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 just a matter of you know when it hits Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so good man um as we get close i always like to ask these last couple questions for our Mm -hmm. audience specifically and obviously for you as well Okay. Um, you know, your time, like I said, that this the the reform by Dre Fit has been open for about you said 18 months. Mm-hmm. From even before the time, you know, you started, you know, and you were thinking about like, oh, you know, I'm I'm learning orange theory, this, that, whatever. For those listening out there, what would you say to them is either the biggest biggest hurdle to overcome from being on an employee to an employer side, um, you know, what advice would you give them? What, you know, may a struggle look like, or how would you overcome that? And what would you say to them to, to get them to that next level? Oh, okay. So first thing comes to mind is never stop learning. Like you never stop learning. It doesn't matter if you are an employee, if you're an owner, like you're continuously learning. Um, live in a world that evolves and you have to evolve with it. So you have to learn. Um, I think that has been uh, just one of my biggest accomplishments, just always trying to learn, 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 learn. Um, and and it wasn't just to say I started with, it wasn't just the Orange Theory. I just knew Orange Theory was a big staple as far as like circuit training and, and uh, customer service. And they just had it you know, pretty much all together, but it's just, I learned from all type of circuit training champs. I mean, from the F45 to the berries, you know, I was a student. Like I literally spent time learning. When I say learning, I mean, just spent so much time traveling around Georgia, just learning from different facilities. Um, um, then also, you know, our, um, I'll say what makes us a little different, just learning from that type of method. And, and it was, uh, that's where I got pretty much my start as an owner. It's just learning from um, different owners. It's from getting, you know, just getting mentors who've, who've had gyms, who who has gyms, who, uh, who, who's who been there, right? 
Um, Put in the so work and the success. Yep. If you always stay a student of your craft, you're going to be successful, you know, because um, you never know enough. You will never know enough. Like you just have to continue learning. That, that's my, I guess, my biggest uh, advice to anybody who, who wants to, you know, pursue that dream of theirs. Very insightful. Uh, I can 100% agree with that and condone with that because, you know, it, it, it's like, you know, the, the theory of evolution, you know, it's everything is evolving. Everything is, there's always something new coming out. There's always something more advanced coming out. And it's like, if you're here and everything else is up here, you're, you're you know, you're a step behind the game. Or if you stop exactly. learning, you're a step behind the game already. Exactly. All those other hungry wolves out there that are, you know, wanting to do the same thing as you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Drayman, it's been a pleasure. Um, real quick before we um, head off here, go ahead and tell the listeners, how can they reach you? Um, you know, if they, if they want to come check out your place or, you know, do a class, you know, what are, what's your channels, your handles? How can they reach out to you? Uh, you can reach us on all platforms. I would say Instagram, Facebook, and we have a TikTok as well. It is reformed by Dre and that is R E four O R F M E D. All right. So that's reformed by Dre. And then also you can also reach us if you can find us on the internet at r4dlifestyle.com. And that's R the number four D and then lifestyle.com. Um, and you can reach us at those places. Um, you go on the internet, fill out a consult form. You can find us there as well. Um, and that's how you reach us, man. And, and I hope to see a lot of people soon. Um, and whatever you guys can help us with, as much as Gym Lunch has helped us, I want to continue that 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 business relationship because it, it's helped us a lot. Hey, uh, man. Thank you for having me, man, most of all. Absolutely, Dre. No, it's, it's been a pleasure. And for everybody listening out there, you heard it from the man himself. You know, uh, Gym Lunch has helped and, you know, he's done the things and all the insightful things. Um, and if you want to be on this show and, you know, get your business out there and uh, have a conversation and learn, fill out your information below in the link and we'll be in touch. But until then, Jim Lord's out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Joseph and Mariah Metzger from Intersect Fitness out of Matthews, North Carolina. What's going on, Joseph and Mariah? How are you doing today? Welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks hey. for having us. Good to be here, Alex. Yeah, of course. I'm excited to have you guys on. I've been chatting with uh, Joseph now the past couple weeks, um, and I appreciate you, you know, you giving some of your time, uh, you know, out of that busy gym owner life to be here with us. Um, now, before we dive into more of the nitty gritty of what you have going on with your facility, um, why don't you give us, you know, an idea of what made you get started in gym ownership in the first place? 
Okay, cool. Um, well, I'm a personal trainer um, and I've been in the industry a few years, uh, but I grew up with bodybuilders. My parents were in the fitness industry uh, from the time that I was born. So I grew up in a gym at 4.30 a.m. every morning uh, for most of my life. And uh, after I got out of college, I was thinking about doing uh, counseling and I was kind of looking at things going, I don't know if I want to deal with trauma all day, but I love people. You know, what's something that I can do? And I realized I've been in an internship my whole life. So I got into the fitness industry, started training, and uh, really my specialty kind of evolved into clients with chronic health conditions. Um, I have a genetic disability, um, very hypermobile joints and such. And so I really started taking on clients that had complex health concerns and um, really from there, I just became more and more passionate about health and fitness. And, uh, I've had a lot of experiences as a personal trainer in just different gym environments, which is kind of what led to, you know, the creation of this facility. Yeah. Yeah. I spoke with Joseph and I think he told me a little background, how you used to work at like a big box facility. You saw how unfair that they were treating mm. trainers and taking a, you know, paying you minimum and charging all this for, uh, you know, their training. So that's really cool that you guys were able to kind of flip the script and create yeah. something that's, uh, you know, specifically for personal trainers that kind of benefits them. Um, awesome. So yeah, that leads me to, you know, uh, the perfect point to talk about, you know, why don't you give a little rundown of, of what Intersect, Intersect Fitness is and the services that you guys offer? Sure. So, um, so Intersect Fitness is a dedicated facility for personal training. So like, like you mentioned, Mariah's journey of, you know, either getting severely underpaid through a place mm -hmm. like, you know, through the big box gyms, um, or another experience she had where um, sh she was independent, but renting a facility and they were charging an arm and a leg and she only had like a four foot, four square foot section <laughs> to train her client in with like music blaring and stuff. Um, we, we kind of said, wait a minute, is there a spot for personal training? Like, and turns out there wasn't. So, um, so that's what Intersect Fitness is. It's, it's um, custom designed, custom built for personal trainers um, so that the trainer has um, all the equipment they need, all the facilities they need, but they actually can make an honest living doing it. So, yeah. um, well, and we've noticed it's, it's so much better for the trainer, obviously, but also for the client. So they can go on the app and they can book a zone and they can come in and they have dedicated space to train. So what I noticed in my journey was, you know, getting people will relate to this, but getting stuck in the back corner of the gym with, you know, the leftover equipment where you can barely get, I mean, the client's barely getting through their sets and stuff. And so, you know, not only is it better for the trainer to have dedicated space, but it's also, I mean, it's better for the client too. And I mentioned, I train a lot of people with chronic health stuff. And I just noticed the quality of training can be so much better if the trainer has dedicated space. And if they, um, also, if they're getting paid well, and they have the ability to do continuing ed and the ability to really make a decent living at it and be passionate about it it's just better for everyone all around and um yeah so i had some rough experiences early on but yeah. they led to some really good things too yeah and you guys but, told me your, your kind of mindset your viewpoint is like treat the trainer well and in turn you know the members get a better experience mm -hmm. and i think exactly that's, yeah i think that's very true as well so many trainers are fickle um, especially at those big box gyms and it has a lot to do with 
you know, the model that they're pushing, um, you yeah. know, and having exactly their trainers teach. Um, yeah, so that's awesome. Uh, so that kind of leads me to my next question about how many members do you guys serve right now? Do you keep track of membership or do you more so keep track of the amount of trainers that you have? Um, it's both. Um, so at the end of the day, the, you know, our revenue is sort of our main driver because right. we can, so we don't have any contracts. We have no minimums. One of the ways we wanted to serve trainers was not charging them a minimum um, to use our facility because if they're not training a client, they're not making any money. So we don't want to train, we don't want to charge them anything either. So it's a strict pay for what you use model. So uh, we do track the number of members. We're constantly trying to grow our member base. But at the end of the day, um, if those trainers need to actually book for us to make money. Right. Um, so that's our ultimate um, key performance indicator. Yeah. So we usually look at hours of per week of bookings mm -hmm. is okay. what we're really looking at. Keeping track of yeah. and month over month as well. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So you guys are sitting at about 24 trainers, correct? Um, I do always like to ask, is that number something you're comfortable with sitting at? Or are you trying to, you know, hit the gas, get some new trainers in, uh, get some more members in through your door? No, absolutely not. So with those 24 trainers, um, uh, the gym is profitable, which we still are sometimes baffled about considering we've done all of this through COVID. Yeah, we're grateful. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, in general, our facility is only about five percent utilized from a mm -hmm. uh, from a time standpoint. So, absolutely, we're we're always looking to add more trainers um, anytime. Yeah, we have no reason to cap it at this point. You know, yeah. to say no more trainers. Yeah, um, we'd love to have. We'd love to have them. But that's that's the other aspect about Intersect Fitness um, that I specifically want to mention is we we technology the snot out of this place. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so I have a I have a business IT background. So we part of what we wanted to do is make sure that the trainers can use this facility 24-7 without us being involved, partially as a way to make it convenient for them and partially to make the business model sustainable so that we're not having to have a front desk person sitting here all the time and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, for example, um, the trainers open our front door with their phone, they come in, the, the Wi-Fi automatically checks them in, they train, they leave, it charges their card all automatically, hands off. So um, all that to say, um, I totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> no, no, I know where you were going, but basically we can handle as, we can handle a lot of trainers because it's um, technology-based. So basically, oh, yeah, there's yeah. as long as there's room in the facility, they'll be able to book on the app. And, and come in and train. And so really, unless we are running into a, oh man, you know, all of our zones are booked and there's no more space, we would absolutely, we wouldn't have any reason to not want more trainers. And since we're not at total capacity right now, um, yeah, obviously we would love to get more trainers in the door and let them right. use the facility. And, and that did remind me what I was going to say is the system mm -hmm. automatically manages capacity for us. Yeah. So oh, if wow. someone needs a, if someone needs a zone, at this time and the one they want isn't available will say hey this one's available at this time and they can book that instead so yeah. it makes sure there's no overlap in in utilization yeah so, okay I know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay cool so so since you do want to see some new trainers you know get some new faces in the door um what are you guys kind of doing right now to aid that growth process oh boy so um <laughs> so marketing is all about knowing where your target audience is right where exactly. your where your market lives um uh our market lives on instagram instagram yeah. so every trainer out there that we've met 
is on Instagram. So we, um, we right now uh, spend a large part of our efforts making sure our Instagram is active, lively. Um, we specifically create ads um, targeted towards trainers as opposed to targeted towards like clients signing up. Right. Um, so that we are just constantly getting the value of Intersect Fitness out there in front of trainers. So, mm -hmm. and we'll even do things specifically like we're a gym in Matthews. So obviously geographic um, geofencing, specifically targeting, you know, people that work at the YMCA or at Planet Fitness or whatever um, with our ads so that we're optimizing our spend as well. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, Instagram is our target market. Um, and then word of mouth is the secondary yeah, thing. So we have... Too. We have promo programs with our current members where if they refer a new trainer to us and um, they, but we kind of have a tier process, but basically if they refer, they get a little bit. Um, and if they, um, uh, if that new trainer comes in and they actually start booking it, that referral, we give them a little bit even more of a, a bump. So yeah. lots of different, trying to constantly make sure that we're utilizing what we already have and uh, knowing where our target audience is. And, and initially a lot of it was people I knew from working in gyms that yeah, I, I reached out to and said, Hey, I've worked with you. You know, I know you're a great trainer. Would you like to have come over here and use this facility and make about two and a half, three times the money? And people were like, Oh yeah. And then people told people about it. And that was kind of how we got our first probably like eight people in the door, I would say, kind of right off the bat. And then from there, as they told people and as we ran Instagram ads, that's really yeah. brought people in. Really cool. That's good that you guys have, you know, different, you know, layers as well, right? I mean, referrals are always important, but it's like the bad thing is, is although, you know, last month you may have gotten 10 referrals, it's really hard to track, um, you know, whether you could continue on growing that way in the coming months. Um, so that's mm -hmm. something where, I talked to a lot of gym owners and they kind of missed the point of how helpful, you know, digital marketing and paid ads could really be. Um, yeah. And in and, and the, like the same breath as like turning on, you know, like finally turning on that faucet that, that could trickle members in, uh, you know, throughout the months. Um, now, now how's doing paid ads, you know, targeted towards personal trainers? I, I haven't heard that yet. You know, most people they they target it through to members. Um, so do you guys see good, good returns on your ads and, you know, good lead generation for targeting personal trainers in specific? Yeah, um, it's actually been pretty good results. Um, a good month for us is about two new trainers in the door. Um, uh, as well, low as that, up, that, that actually yeah, sign up that actually for a membership. Up. So mm -hmm. as low as that sounds, keep in mind, like one trainer can have 20 clients or, you know, let's say 10 hours of bookings. That's a huge chunk of revenue for us. So um, yeah, even we're, we're pretty happy. Um, typically speaking, if we get, you know, two, three, four new trainers that actually sign up and start using the facility a month. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause we basically, a lot of times they'll reach out to us when they see an ad and then, um, I'll give them a tour, answer any questions. We'll text mm -hmm. back and forth, you know, and some Very of them are just on. are thinking about starting a career in personal training. So, I mean, we had someone just, um, basically just sign up, get door access that I talked to well over a year ago when he was first thinking about getting into personal training. Now he has decided to launch that career and, you know, he just got door access. So sometimes people kind of just want to kick the tires or sometimes they're not quite ready to jump in yet. And then later on, we'll, we'll see him again, but we'll do, I, sometimes I'll do, you know, six 
tours and have a couple people that end up with door access and start booking. Um, so yeah, a lot of lot of Instagram and a lot of just connecting with people and showing people around. Yeah. Cool, cool. So do you guys have like a um, like a sales process for turning like interested trainers into, you know, uh, a, someone who, who works at your facility? Um, do they have, do you have a specific process of how you turn, you know, an interested lead into, um, you know, a personal trainer that works for you? Yeah, our software has CRM built into it. So anytime, um, anytime we get a new lead, um, because the volume I told you about of like two to four trainers is, is really good for a month. We have an extremely hands-on approach, like total white glove experience. So um, there's no like um, automated emails that go out. It's an immediate like phone call or text. And then we stay like personal cell phone number type <laughs> level connected from there. Mm -hmm. um, and then just from there, it's just making sure we're available. Like Mariah said, to give them a tour. We want, as soon as they walk in the door, we found that's when most trainers go, ah, I get it. Like, mm -hmm. wow, this is so cool. And then from there, it's just a matter of saying, okay, if you want to sign up, which costs nothing, by the way. Okay. Um, you know, here's, here's what we need from you, your proof of insurance, your CPR certification, yada, yada. Yeah. And that's usually where I come in as far as just helping answer questions, especially to somebody who's really new to the industry. And it's like, oh, okay. So where do I get liability insurance? Cause I've been working for a local boss gym and basically was covered under them or things like that. And so we have trainers say a lot, uh, we hear a lot of feedback of the reason I felt comfortable here was because I felt like you really wanted to help me and got to know me. And yeah, I mean, really, honestly, a lot of these people too have become our friends. I mean, I really, I love a lot of these people. Yeah. So that's been neat too. It's become a really cool community. Like it's been different than any other gym I've ever worked in where um, sometimes trainers were a little catty, kind of like, don't talk to my client kind of thing. And it's just not. It's or like just, you're my competition. Yeah, it's just not yeah. like that. Like this is, it's cool. All these independent trainers in here, um, we've really gotten to know each other. And it's just been, I don't know, it's been a great group to be around. Yeah. And it's not just us to the trainers. The trainers are becoming friends with other trainers. Yeah. The really cool thing is the, the knowledge cross-pollination that happens because it's a sort of a smaller environment. Right. We've literally had trainers looking across the aisle going, Oh, I've never seen that before. What is that? And the trainer will tell me like, I'm going to do that with my clients now. So the, the natural knowledge transfer and stuff, the camaraderie, there's no competition in here, which is so cool. It's, it's a community, which yeah. is really awesome. It kind of sells itself to when the trainers walk in and there's other trainers here because the other trainers like sell it to the new trainer. They're like, <laughs> yeah. this place is great. We love this. You can make so much more money, dude, you know, stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, basically our sales process has just been hang out with people, answer their questions and get them around everyone else here. And cool. they love it. Cool. So, so do you guys have employees that like take part in the sales process with you or do, is it more so like you guys that, that get it done? It, it was us. Um, we just All hired a, a gym manager just because <laughs> yeah. I okay. uh, couldn't keep up with it anymore. So, um, she's, uh, her name's Erica. Um, she's now largely responsible for, you know, getting new content for our social media, um, you know, doing that initial lead follow-up and whatever, um, and just general admin of the facility too. Um, and we just kind of all tag team, share the load, but um, yeah, so we have, we have one employee. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> we did it. We did it all ourselves for a while. And I finally got to the point where I was like, I can't do this good. I can't do it 
well right. and have all of my clients like my books are full and then i'm trying to you know i'm over here trying to do all this well i, I wanted to be able to really keep up with people and not let leads go days before i call them or things like that and i was just going ah this isn't sustainable for me to do this yeah, long term I mean, so that's a skill in its own too right being able to yeah. look at the stuff that maybe you don't have time on or stuff that you know, could move the needle forward or, you know, mm -hmm. for you to be able to focus on the things that move the needle forward and, and pass away, you know, the things to someone else that takes up a lot of time, but is still important to the business, you know, yes. so that's really good to hear that you made it to the point now to, to where you're starting to hire staff, you got a manager taking care of the back end things. Um, yeah, but awesome. I know we talked a little bit about, about retention as well. And it seems like you guys have great retention rates considering, um, you know, you're built around catering uh, to the actual trainer. Um, I did want to talk a little bit about Ascension. Um, do you guys offer any multiple layers of service or anything that you could, you know, ascend your clients to, um, you know, even maybe your trainers in your end, just to make, you know, yourself more revenue, make more money as a, as a facility? Point like layers of membership. We really don't at this we, point. Yeah. One of the things we've really tried to do is keep it like really simple. Yeah. Um, we, we feel like the value is there um, and um, the, the sort of the core product hasn't changed. We've changed some of the policies and stuff around to add more value, like getting rid of a cancellation policy, um, you know, making sure um, one of the one of the things we're constantly doing is taking feedback from the trainers of like, hey, I would like this piece of equipment in the gym. We buy it and add it to the gym for them. Um, so really, um, the value add is more around the facility and like policy and stuff, yeah. but keeping to that simple payment model so that they're not like, well, you know, you can't jump to the next tier because you were like 30 minutes short this week, you know? Right. Um, well, and we yeah. basically let them, their bookings, they can do 45 minutes, um, an hour, and then, you know, from there in 15 minute increments. And then we offer basically a discount if you're booking multiple zones, like if you want to yeah. train multiple yep. clients at right. once, um, so they can make more money at the same time, but they're also not being charged the same rate if they want to book multiple zones or even the whole gym out. Um, so that's kind of the way we let that, you know, if they want to do like a group class or something, it's kind of a different type of training, but as far as, you know, since we don't have a membership for them, like they don't pay an X amount of dollars per month. They just pay at the end of the week for what they book. So we really don't have any, you know, like here's your kind of silver membership, gold membership, and you know, yeah. anything yeah. like that at this point. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. And I just want to ask, does that ever like put you guys in a difficult position, have only like one layer or, you know, one stream of revenue that that's basically you guys are putting back into the gym? Um, does it does it make things difficult at all yeah that's that is the risk that we're assuming for the trainers owning right. the facility and just renting yeah. it just like any other rental right like yeah. if you have an airbnb beach house um i'm paying a fixed amount to rent that space but the owner of that beach house is assuming all the liability for repairs and you know insurance mm -hmm. and disasters you know so it's kind of the same thing for us uh, covid is a perfect example yeah. um when one of the mask mandates came out in North Carolina, our hours tanked because people just did not want to work out in a mask and that we had to follow that requirement. So that's a that's a good example of, you know, at the end of the day, we're assuming liability for keeping that revenue above um, the line mm -hmm. of our break even point. And that's one of the things we watch the closest is that mm -hmm. sort of that break even line and how far above we are that 
but yeah, it's because it's a simple, very linear rental model, that is a possibility. But that's mm -hmm. where we're, we're taking the approach of, you know, either your business is growing or it's dying. So that's where we're staying laser focused on getting more and more trainers in the door to that that is our revenue diversification of more and more People. trainers. Well, and the other thing that we've looked at here too is trying to keep the costs of running this facility to an absolute, absolute minimum. So like our monthly cost to run this place is really, really low. And so it doesn't make it very hard to be profitable, you know, relative to like even the space that we rented, we had to do a ton of renovations on it because um, it was just an old office space. There was carpet and drop tile ceiling and crazy, crazy stuff. So um, thankfully the landlord was all in on, they were excited for the renovation, but we did it. We did a, most of it ourselves. Um, and so the startup cost was low. And then with the technology that we're using and not having to pay like front desk people and stuff like that, our monthly cost to run it is also very low. So that does help as well. Yeah. Um, make it less stressful, right? <laughs> right, right. Like, mm -hmm. like I mentioned, in this case, um, we're profitable, we're profitable at about a 5% utilization of the facility. So yeah, oh, wow. that, that's actually really good. So like, imagine if you put it at like, you know, exactly <laughs> no, that's we, just gravy we imagined yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah that, that's a that's a smart because that was one thing i was thinking too i was like you know so it's got to get nerve-wracking to you know look at start the beginning of the month and, and hope that you know you have enough hours by the end of the month to, to make that cut to break even um yes. do you guys do anything to like combat that or you know prevent that um from from happening well, one of the interesting challenges we have is we really can't control client retention with trainers. Mm -hmm. So for example, we have a trainer who is amazing and three of our clients just, uh, two of them moved and one of them had to have surgery. Had to have surgery yeah. So they dropped, like there's nothing we can do to prevent that. So, mm -hmm. but obviously now because of our model, when the trainer doesn't have those clients, we're not making that booking revenue. Mm. So that's, that just brings us back to, we've had to stay laser focused on continuing to one, get more trainers in the door and then provide every possible resource to help our existing trainers get additional clients. Right. So that's a big part of that to help that is creating ways for them to get clients and teaching them how to get clients yeah. so that Really, I mean, that helps them, but it also helps cover our butts because if they do lose clients, which is inevitable, you know, people, right. things happen to people, at least there's a quick turnaround for getting more. And we're not just like, oh man, there went all the hours. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, you know, during COVID, COVID, to be honest with you, like, um, so I, I was prepared to use some of my training revenue if I needed to, to, you know, float things. Yeah. Um, and thankfully, I mean, didn't have to do it a lot, but yeah. we did. We did for a few months. You know, I knew that because honestly, I'm now owning the facility. Like I'm making a lot more than I was making having to pay over 30% of my income to a rental or literally making $12 an hour down the street. So it's still way more profitable for me if, if another pandemic breaks out <laughs> it's it's if i have to help with rent uh with my training income it would be okay haven't had to this year so yeah, we're grateful for that yeah, <laughs> yeah. pandemic you know took a toll on a lot of people and it's Ooh. pretty crazy just to see how the government you know kind of just let the industry die out and did nothing to say uh you know stay healthy go to the gym go on a run go outside you know it was just stay inside and take this shot uh you know take these <laughs> and so so it's yeah. crazy to see that it was um, it was scary yeah yeah 
Yeah, so, so this is one question that I like to ask just because I think it serves as a great talking point for everybody listening. Um, but what would you say is the biggest bottleneck that you guys are facing right now with your business? Um, it, it just always comes back to um, trainers using the facility. So just that combination of more and more trainers knowing about us. Um, we found, I would say 95% of our trainers have at least one or two other part-time jobs. Yeah. Um, because historically training isn't something you can do and make $100,000 a year. You technically can do it here. We've run the numbers. Um, mm -hmm. But in general, because trainers have so many different irons in the fire, um, one of the bottlenecks we've seen is getting them to really ramp up their hours here. Um, we see trainers sort of have that, that um, uh, moment, that pivotal moment where they are able to transition all of their load here and then they can just start stacking them one after another. Um, but in general, like getting trainers over that hump where they yeah. can, can have the majority of their work happen here, they're making the majority of the money, that's one of the big bottlenecks. Yeah, so where they feel confident, you know, that, okay, they can really make a living at this and maybe yeah. they book 10, 15, 20 sessions a week as opposed to they have another job and then maybe they're booking like three sessions a week because they're just coming in at nine, nine o'clock after they get off work. Right. So it's, it's the trainers that really, our revenue grows a lot when you have trainers who take it from kind of a, I do this a couple times a week to this is a serious side hustle or even like this is a career. Um, but kind of helping them get there is hard, especially when they've come from a mentality where like, you know, at a lot of box gyms where they're not getting paid well, there's really no incentive to ramp up anything or do, you know, marketing for themselves or even continuing ed. There's just no incentive when you're making barely anything and the gym's charging a ton of money. So I think even just like that mindset, I guess mindset might be one of the bottlenecks that we're really trying to help you know and it helps them and it helps our bottom line too when they're able to book more yeah it sounds like you guys are almost like doing some type of coaching program in a way too yeah right? absolutely Coach, yeah. coaching the trainers so so my question i guess would be like how, how do you teach the, the your trainers to to get more clients in the door because that obviously like it all connects right for you guys to make more money your your personal trainers they need more clients um, mm -hmm. you in turn as a business owner um, if you want to make more profit you've got to help you know your trainers um, find a way to get those clients so yeah. so what do you guys do to, to teach them to market themselves or you know bring in more clients do you teach them to set up ads and run ads for themselves so interestingly this was something that this was a discussion that we really didn't even know to have when we started the gym um, because my experience had been I've basically been pretty lucky, I guess, that I had clients from a box gym and I had referrals and I had, and I wasn't having a really hard time filling my books and didn't have to do a lot of intentional advertising to fill my books. Okay. Um, and so we didn't realize, I guess, like the extent to which that's an issue um, for a lot of people and how hard it is. Um, and then with the pandemic, right? Like tons of people quit and everybody had to start over in some aspect. So we've actually been, that's been a discussion we've been having about trying to that, that coaching process you're talking about trying to make it a little more like streamlined and, yeah. and step by step there to mm -hmm. actually be a logical process. I mean, for a while, it's really just been as they have questions and issues, we 
we talk to them and help them. Um, but one thing we did end up doing is they can put their bio on our website. And of course, you know, our website we run, we run ads for, and then they can actually um, pay per week if they want their their page boosted so that when people search personal trainer Matthews or personal trainer Charlotte that their name shows up so it's almost like they have their own website but without them having to make their own website so we started doing that um, we did hire a uh, business coach that really helps personal trainers and had him do a virtual event so he we, we got him on the screen in the gym and um, had him talk to the trainers and they asked questions uh, we do also bark i don't know if you're familiar with that but like bark and thumbtack people look for service professionals okay so we've helped trainers um you know hey here's how you get on bark and reach out to leads and things like that we even we even did a phase where we bought the bark leads and posted them um in in our facebook group to mm -hmm. kind of you know give them some leads to call um but yeah honestly a lot of yeah. it too has just been talking to them as they need help right and, and how's that worked out i know a big thing of even training is being able to sell and being able to close right so so are you guys training um you know the personal trainers to to keep up with leads to you know nurture a lead and and turn them into a paying member yeah that's um so that's what the the consultant that we hired um his his name is mark ruley if okay. you're listening hey mark um but he has been we we connected with him about a year ago He's a veteran personal trainer. He's been in the industry 25 years and he had sort of his wheelhouse is how, like you're saying, how to get the right clients to begin with, how to um, sort of show them the value of your service and, and retain them. And um, so we've, we've had the seminar with him. All of our trainers are connected to him, but he, we, why reinvent the wheel, right? He's an amazing um, coach in that specific area. Yeah. Um, he's great. Uh, his point is, you know, the doctors, the lawyers that can really afford personal training without thinking about it, they're not scrolling Instagram. So mm -hmm. if you're running ads to get clients on Instagram, there's other markets out there as well. Right. So we've kind of, he kind of coaches our trainers on that aspect of it, the non-social media side of it. And then we um, drive all of the, as much of the social stuff as we can through our platform with, you know, Google, Instagram, Facebook. Um, and then also mentor them on their online presence as well. So their their personal Instagram pages and Facebook pages and stuff like that. Yeah, but honestly, I mean, to be honest with you, that is probably the hardest part is that mm -hmm. you can't um, you, you you can't force anyone to want to sell or to you know adhere to hey here's some great rules of sales or here's great ways to get clients go over to that doctor's office and talk or email your doctor and you know get a get a connection going there or this networking group or ways that right. can help you can't really force someone to do that so that is part of the part of our revenue that is is out of our control and we're trying to help kind of contribute to their growth in that way as much as we can um but it's something that really in the past i'd say few months we've started going huh, i think we we want to get an even more like step-by-step -step process maybe like mm -hmm. right as they come in the door they get a session with yeah. mark ruley and then there's like certain steps to go through as opposed to kind of a just as needed thing it's more of a process that right, you're right. Yeah, added no. into super important to streamline that stuff especially for you guys it, it seems like a mm -hmm. you know like a big market or like you know a big like point that you guys should be hitting is you know not maybe not teaching them how to get um 
their own clients, but figuring out the system that works, that's plug and play, that could bring them clients on a consistent basis, right? Um, so, so have you guys, you know, the things that you have tried to teach your trainers to get more members, um, has it been working? Yeah, a lot yeah. of, um, yeah, honestly, the, a lot the of ones them are, that follow the, the, yeah, the plan. That's the <laughs> way to say it. The yeah. ones that follow yeah. the plan, it works. Yeah. Well, um, because so. we, we get client inquiries too, to the gym. I don't know if we've said that yet, but we have people, they see the facility or they see our facility on Bark or on Google or whatever. And then they reach out. And so that's another thing is that um, I was doing this forever and now the gym manager is doing this. But when a client would contact us, we would talk to them and based on their schedule and their needs, we, I mean, we know all the trainers, so we can match them with somebody and say, Hey, reach out to Stephanie or, you know, Josh or whatever. Um, so that was another, that's another thing that we've done too, is try to actually, you know, bring them actual clients. I, I passed one, somebody off this week who called the gym and I said, Oh, you know, based on your schedule, I think Stephanie's a great fit for you. Um, and based on your needs. So that's another thing like using our the stuff we're already doing to drive business to our website yeah. to help them also you know get clients are the trainers are they making their own prices for their for, for their personal training or is there, that something that's set among all the trainers no they make their own prices they make their own prices yep. okay mm -hmm. which works awesome. good too because if you have a client that has you know really specific needs and budgets not an option we can pair them with a more advanced um, experienced trainer but then if you have a client that says, well, budget actually is a problem for me, but I just need, you know, I just need to get off the couch. We compare them with a newer trainer that just got their ACE cert or something. Um, and they're cheaper, but they still get the same quality of service. So let trainers give themselves a raise, right? Like yeah. if they, if you got somebody with 10 certifications and a master's and whatever, they're, they can set a price yeah. that reflects that. And that was one of the things that drove me kind of crazy at box gyms is i would go do all this continuing ed or whatever or i would get to the amount of clients they said i had to have and they go well you well no no you need to do that for another year and no we don't care that you have all these certs no we don't care that you have this education like we don't care if you get your cscs we're gonna pay you the same as somebody who you know just just graduated high school right. and you know and not to say that trainers who don't have all the certs aren't great but you know, it does allow you in this industry to to charge more for special services. And so I it's nice for the trainers to be able to set their prices and give themselves raises or, you know, whatever they want to do. Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. So so we know, you know, what you guys want for your business now. Um, you know, you want to help trainers, you want to provide value to them. Um, you know, you want to teach them to be self-sustainable. Uh, but one thing I did want to ask is what do you guys want like from your business what's the big picture for you what was kind yeah. of your dream when starting this is it you know financial freedom free up time um you know get that get your own house that you wanted what was it what was a big picture mm -hmm. for you guys so uh wow yeah good question so honestly one of the big the big reason we started it is um like i said i'm a personal trainer and i have a disability so i have a genetic condition um, where my joints dislocate frequently and I have a lot of other issues. Um, people looking at me can't see it, so they think I'm totally normal, um, but a lot of fatigue and GI stuff and things like that. And so um, I've become very aware, you know, I'm not even 30, but I've become aware that like my body can't do this forever. And I absolutely love this industry. I love personal training. Um, 
That's why I love working with people with chronic health conditions, but I'm not going to physically be able to do this job forever um, unless they figure out some gene therapy for what, what ails me, you know? So we uh, were looking at it going, you know, what is something that we can both use our skills that actually helps people that could create a stream of income that is not physically dependent on me being in a job? you know, all the time. Um, and it, you know, like I said, uses the skills we already have. And so that was really a big emphasis in starting this. And it gave me a place to train my clients in a great environment. Um, and so I do think, you know, financial and time freedom is a huge part of it. And it's, I think it is for everybody, but living with a disability and him being the spouse of somebody with a disability, like the cost, the time and emotional and energy cost of um, living with a body that doesn't function like everybody else's, it's, it's a steep cost, you know? And so, um, money is helpful with that and, and flexibility of time and things like that. So I think we hope that, yeah, we hope it does generate an absolute ton of revenue. Um, that would help us and let us do some cool things, help the world with our money. And, uh, we'd love to give back more. And then also hopefully it can help, you know, trainers and, other people, clients in the process. Um, so, yeah. That, that was the fuel on the fire was yeah. um, as she went through the ranks of working for different big box gyms and different personal training environments, we started to notice this pattern of personal trainers just get walked over. Uh, they get taken advantage of all day long. Yeah. Um, and there, so from a, from a giving back standpoint outside mm -hmm. of the personal data, we were like, this is wrong. Like yeah. the, there, we're literally, the, the gym is making the trainer go charge the client 75 bucks. And then they know that they're only getting 15 bucks of that. Yeah. That's just wrong. They're doing yeah. all the work for this. So, um, part of it, part of it was fueled out. We just got fired up going, this is wrong. And we, <laughs> yeah. we want to disrupt this industry, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, so our dream from day one has been for this to become like a, a nationwide, maybe a global uh, thing where we're, we're disrupting a market. You know, no longer yeah. is it cool for the gym to make 80% of that revenue yeah. when the trainer is doing 100% of the work. Well, and then they burn out, you know, like the yeah. retention rates for trainers are, I mean, I thought about quitting. I, I got so close to quitting so many times. I was like, you know what, I can't do this anymore. And I, you know, I had gym managers asking me, they're like, okay, well, you know, we need you to make sales calls. And I was like, okay, look, you hired me for X number of uh, hours per week and all of it, it's all full with clients. Like, mm -hmm. this isn't fair. Like that basically, you know, you're charging, you're, you're making 80% of the profit that, right. that I'm working for. And then it, it just burns everybody out, you know, yeah. that the, all the trainers are upset and then they leave, you get good trainers who leave the industry too. Um, so you don't see very many veteran trainers cause like they couldn't make a living at it. So that was one thing too. I was like, I'd love to see trainers who have been in this industry for, you know, 20, 30, 40 years, like they can in other careers and who are really amazing at their job and mentoring other people and aren't just burnt out by year three and broke. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that would be an awesome dream to see more trainers be able to really thrive in this industry. Awesome. I, lo I love your motto. I love that you guys are, you know, setting trainers up for success. Um, I did want to talk about just real quick, you know, in the last couple minutes of the podcast, um, Powered by Intersect. I know, Joseph, that's something you, you were talking about with me, mm -hmm. um, you know, before we got on the podcast. Why don't you give like a little rundown of, you know, what Powered by Intersect is and, you know, what your plans are with it? Yeah. So this is this is what we see as sort of our legacy with this business. Right. So um, we we built this facility is really a proof of concept. You know, we mm -hmm. looked all over the country and couldn't find this being done anywhere. 
We've proven that the model works, even when it's when the facility is 100% dedicated to personal training. So we said, okay, how can we how can we share this with the world? Um, and so you know, at first we're like, oh, we're gonna you know open a bunch of these all over the country and run them, and they're gonna look exactly like this one. But as as time moved along, we're, we start to realize, well, wait a minute, why why reinvent the wheel? There are millions of gyms out there that are operating today. They have all the equipment, they have all the space. Um, the only thing missing are personal trainers in there that are, you know, uh, happy being there because <laughs> because they're independent and they're training. Um, so we said, well, wait a minute, like 99% of what makes Intersect Intersect is technology. Um, so what's stopping us from from offering that to the world? So yeah. that's what Powered by Intersect is. We're taking um, everything we've learned over the past two years, perfecting this model, making it completely hands off. Um, for both the the facility owner and the trainers, um, and we're we're sharing it with with gym owners. Um, we see it as a way that um, by by essentially implementing the same technology that we have, um, you can add a revenue stream to your existing gym. So um, yeah, pow powered by Intersect is is basically a uh, like a monthly subscription model. It's really affordable and. Um, we give you all of the technology that we've developed um, and are allowing you to implement it at your gym so that, um, you know, you have that revenue stream and, and trainers have a place that they can train in your city. Yeah, and each gym owner can decide, you know, how they want to use their space. It's, uh, I think it's, he said it's kind of like Airbnb for, uh, for gym owners, you know, what times a day, if there's certain times a day or areas in your gym or, you know, just ways that you can use the space you already have to have you know more revenue yeah awesome you guys i love you know the model and just everything you have going on or even taking it a step further and, and creating powered by intersect that you know something that you could um you know that could be lucrative and, and you know support you for a lifetime and you know not only that but give gym owners opportunity to mm -hmm. you know make more revenue and make use of the space that they have um so that's really great to hear now i do want to ask before we close out um, what's kind of your guys's goals for this year? What do you have going on? You know, what's the plan uh, with your facility? Well, aside from the, you know, growing, we've got that 50% growth target um, for our facility, but yeah. Powered by Intersect really is the next um, big goal for us. So yeah. we're launching this summer. Um, you can go to our website and join our wait list if you want to, for us to know, uh, to know more about it once we launch. Um, but that really is where we're we're looking for this. This place has proven itself, um, and we're going to continue to grow this. But we want to start seeing other um, communities benefit from this model as well, um, without reinventing all the the wheels that are out there today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome, you guys. I love it, and I appreciate you, you know, giving your time today and uh, you know talking about what you have going on with your facility. Um, you know, before we do wrap out of here and sign out, please give a shout out to, you know, your website, social media pages, um, just so the listeners can find some more info on you and your gym. Yeah, the website is just intersectfitness.com. Um, if specifically, if you're a gym owner, when you load the page, you'll, you'll see three buttons. It's our marketing funnel. I need a trainer. I am a trainer. And now there's a, I own a gym. So just click that. I own a gym button. Um, it's got sort of a, a quick rundown, sign up for our, our, um, our wait list um, and we'll let you know more about it. Um, and then Instagram, we're just at Intersect Fitness, Facebook, same Intersect thing. Intersect Fitness, yep, all um, the same. Yeah. 
Awesome. Thank you, guys. Joseph and Raya Metzger from Intersect Fitness out of Matthews, North Carolina. Make sure you check out Powered by Intersect as well, you guys. Um, but we appreciate it. And to everyone who's listening today, uh, thank you for tuning in. And for the listeners, if you do want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is the one and only Deb out of Canton, Ohio. Deb, how's it going today? Happy Tuesday. It's going great. How you doing today? <laughs> I'm always good. Every day is a good day, if you ask me. And look, we're super excited to have you on here today. And before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on at Gritties, <laughs> you know, first tell us a little bit about how you describe your business to people and what made you get started with the gym in the first place. Oh, great. Um, well, the way we describe our gym is that it is a place that is comfortable, friendly, and clean. That's pretty much our motto. Um, we clean twice a day. Uh, we are very comfortable. We're not a normal gym where you walk into a warehouse. It actually looks like you walk into a house, really. Yeah, it is not anything like what you would think. Um, we have four separate areas that you can work out in. And if you want to get away from somebody, you have a place to get away from somebody. Um, so the way we describe our gym is that it is a place to come and work out and get healthy and basically just join our gym family because that's really, really what we strive to do. Um, is to have everybody part of our family. Uh, how did I get into this? Well, that's quite, of an, quite an odd story. Um, my son joined the Marine Corps uh, four years ago, and I pretty much lost my mind because I always talked to him after school. I worked from home. He was always there. And next thing you know, he's gone. And I'm like, where did he go? So I didn't know what to do with myself. Um, I, I got tired. I got depressed. So I decided to start working out. Well, I got a personal trainer. Well, I worked out with her for about four months and then COVID hit. <laughs> Just like everything else, the gym we were going to shut down. So when they finally decided to come back online, um, they were up. And then like a month later, the owner of the gym passed away. Yeah, oh, wow. it, so it was good. a really, really sad, sad story. Um, so her mom tries to run it and her mom just couldn't do it. She was older. She had her own business. So she decided to sell. 
Well, the funny thing about it was I already knew her because my child and the lady who passed away, her child dated in eighth grade. So <laughs> they were very young and <laughs> story. Had, yeah, it was really crazy, you know? And then, um, so I told her, I said, Hey, if you're willing to sell, I'm willing to buy. So it took about four or five months. Um, and we finally got the okay to buy it and we purchased all the assets. Um, and then we opened our own gym and wow. that is my story. <laughs> I love that. It's such yeah. a unique story. I mean, that's, that's a great way to start. I'll tell you that Deb. That's awesome. Yeah. And you know, I kind of want to dive in a little bit to the business here, if it's cool with you. So, sure. you know, um, as a member, you know, what options of services do you, I mean, obviously I know you guys have an open gym concept, but is there anything else? I mean, there's one-on-one coaching, is there a group coaching? What does that look like for you guys? Um, we have a little bit of everything. Um, we are a 24 seven access um, only facility. So the offices are, are staffed for just a little while during the day, but the guys can come in at, or people can come in at any time. Um, we have group training classes, um, 6 a.m. in the morning, 10 a.m. Um, and 6 p.m every day, except for Friday, we don't have a 6 p.m. class because nobody wants to work out on a Friday night. Uh, <laughs> at least here they don't. Yeah, um, yeah. We also have silver sneakers classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays and that's uh -huh. our seniors. Yes. Nice. Yeah. We have a lot of stuff that we do with our seniors during the day because that's pretty much when they come in. Of course. Um, we have one-on-one -on -one training, personal training. We also have um, two-on-one training. So we have like a couple's training as well. So if it's too expensive for one person to come, then we offer a dual class where two people can come for an hour for a reduced price. Gotcha. Okay. And and how many members are you guys at currently? Right now we're at two, 450. 450. Gotcha. And so as a member, if, if I want to get started, uh, what would I have to pay to get started? And then what would my monthly, I, my monthly recurring be? If you could put a rate, I have to get it too specific. You can put a range, you know, obviously if we did personal training, when I know it differentiates it, but what would that look like for an average member? Well, for an average member, we do have a $100 enrollment fee, um, but we usually discount that or make it a special during the month. Um, it's a $40 a month fee. Um, we prorate your first payment. So, the, so if you came in on the 15th of the month, you don't have to pay 40, you only pay 20. Plus you pay for your um, enrollment fee and then you pay for your key fob. So the key fob and the enrollment fee are one price or one time. And then we have a maintenance fee of $30 that we charge once a year. And all of that money goes directly back into the facility to buy whatever weights, bars, equipment, whatever you want. So probably um, on a normal basis, it would cost a hundred, sorry, a hundred and forty. Uh, $160 if you were on the first of the month to join. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. And, and, and so on the topic of clients here, how typically, I mean, I know, I know word of mouth is, is a very great method and it works really well for most gyms predominantly, but for you in your case, is there any other outliers that have worked really well for you in terms of marketing or, or how you would acquire new clients and like what has been best practice for you guys? Um, so far, it's honestly been referrals and our sign. Um, people drive by the sign yeah. because they're not used to seeing an orange and blue sign. We have an orange <laughs> sign and they're just like, whoa, wait a minute, what is yeah, that? You know? Eye-catching, I love yeah. it. Yeah, and, and for, for it to say giddies, it's it's kind of like a really odd, you know, it's like, what in the world is a giddies, you know? And, and so mostly it's been signs. Um, yeah. We have a lot of referrals. Uh, we do offer a free month if you refer a member. 
So, and um, the other thing I wanted to tell you is we also offer one, one free month of tanning with your membership. So when they come in, they also get a, a month of tanning if they'd like. Nice. That's a lot of incentive. Honestly, I think that's great. And, and do you feel like there's a maximum number that you guys could handle? You know, if you said traffic was never a concern, hypothetically, what would be that max number? I mean, I know you're at 450. Um, honestly, I don't really want to be above 900. I just want to double what I have right now. Um, I think we're, we're a 12,000 square foot facility. So mm -hmm. we have the room, um, but I don't oh, want really? it. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't want it to be so busy that my members can't get on on a piece of yes. equipment or something. And, sure. and since that was one of the major things that we've heard from people joining, um, that they, you know, wanted to not, they wanted to be able to get on stuff when they wanted to, not wait. So we, me and my husband, um, who also owns it with me, um, decided that we probably won't go over 900. Gotcha. I got you. Yeah. That, and that makes sense. I think, and I think it really goes to show that you're there for your clients. You know, yeah. you're not there for the financial gratification because you could probably go past that if you wanted to, but comfortably for the care of your clients, you know, that 900 is going to be relevant. So I, 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 as a member, if I was a member, would genuinely appreciate that. And I think clients appreciate that when they do hear that, they will appreciate that as well. And we so. do tell them when they come in that, you know, we, you know, we, we know that we're not at capacity as of yet, but just so you know that when we get to a certain number, we will cap it so that you don't have yeah. to worry about it. So, yeah. Which is awesome. I love that. I love that. And so now let's take a step back, right? And if, if I came in and I was interested, I mean, maybe I, I saw the sign, hey, I saw that sign and I, I'm thinking about joining. Walk me through, uh, for lack of a better term, the sales process, the client journey, right? If I was interested in joining and I'm like, hey, like, I, I like this facility. What would that look like you know, if I was interested to then walking through, like, you know, the tour, whatever it is, uh, to then being onboarded? What is, how does that guy, how does it look for you guys? Um, it's very, it's a very easy process. After the tour, which takes about five minutes, um, because we like to explain each one of our areas that we have and, and show the new pieces of equipment we have, and then obviously our schedules and stuff like that. We don't usually talk about money with anybody until we, they actually are done with the tour, because we want them to see what the, um, the clientele is like and, and what they're going to get for their money first, right? So then we'll start talking about the money, the, the membership pricing. So then we, we just bring them into the office. We grab their ID. Um, we ask them questions about where they live, how they heard about us. Uh, we give them a member referral so that they can fill out a form to see if there's anybody else that they would like us to call to join. Like um, doesn't take more. And then we take their picture so that and give them their um, key fob so that they can get in the door because that's the only way they yeah. can get in 24-7. <laughs> yeah. And we make sure we take their picture so that we, you yeah. know. But you know, the, the other thing that's really nice is if for somebody, some, some reason somebody is unsure about what they want to do about us, we give them a free week. Wow. Okay. Yeah, during, and usually awesome. during, we usually during hours, um, you know, during business hours so we can let them in. But we also offer them the chance of buying a key fob and being here for a week if they wanted to do it after hours. And then they can either return the key fob and get a refund, or we can take that $20 and, and put it towards their gym membership. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I think that's great. I think, uh, I feel like you give them so much more value than what they, what they even can find. I mean, at that point, you compared to other gyms, I'm not sure call any names out but yeah you can bring so much value 
you know, obviously they're not even stepping like, hey, there's so much a cough before I take you on a tour. Like you say, hey, like, let's, let's let's walk around. Let's see what your your goals are, what you want to do. And then yep. at the end of the day, even, even then, like, you know, because I think anytime somebody joins a gym, it's a little intimidating, but even giving yeah. them an opportunity to be like, hey, if you want to bring a friend, like who else would you want to come with? And instead of just being, oh, we need another referral. Like, well, who do you want to come with as a friend, right? And it's like, oh yeah, you know, I think Deborah would love to come. And that yeah. oh, well, Deb, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but, no, that's know, okay. Deborah's my real name, awesome. so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, Deb. I, I yeah. love that. And so now let me ask you this. Do yes. you do all the selling yourself? Do I sell myself? Yeah. Do you do all the selling? Do you do all the Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. I, I have um, three full-time employees oh, um, okay. and one that works in the evenings and the other two work during the day. Um, the two that work during the day are my personal trainers. And we also have two coming on board as well. So we'll have four. Congrats. We'll have two guys and two girls. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so no, they do. I've taught them what to say, how to say it. I've been, yeah. Yeah. I've been in customer service my entire life and I've been in sales for the last seven years. So wow. I kind of have a little bit of an idea of what to say. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, so I've, Come I've on. trained them and, and talked to them, um, you know, just tried to give them pointers and stuff like that on yeah. what to do and how to sell the gym. I love how humble you are too, Deb. That's awesome. I love that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, I like this question. This is, it's a little bit of a deeper question, uh, a little long too. So just give me a second to explain. So, um, but I think it's a good way to kind of self-reflect and, and put yourself in the interview seat to almost interview yourself. Right. So, um, you know, I'll explain if you need me to explain it again, totally, I totally will. So uh, there's about five pillars of, of business that we typically use, right? And, and in any industry, but there's three that we use more often than any in the fitness industry and gym industry. It's going to be your lead generation, which is your marketing, your lead acquisition, which is your sales, right? And then you have your retention and ascension, which is basically keeping your client longer and getting them to buy more from you in the process. Uh, of those three, where do you feel like you can improve the most? Lead acquisition probably is, is my, it's not that it's a hard thing. Um, we do have our website and on our website, there is a place where they can put on there, um, how can we help you? So they put their name and their phone number and they want us to put on, you know, they put on there a lot of times um, looking for a 24 seven gym, looking for a personal trainer, whatever. And that comes into our um, at, uh, gym membership system that we use. So we do send out emails, but I think that is probably the one place that we could do a little bit more um, focus to get those people that not just the lead generation. I don't, we don't have a problem with that. It's getting them in here and getting them to see our gym. Gotcha. Okay. So getting them to convert into the, okay, I gotcha. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Right. Cool. And, and so now do you feel like there's an alternative that there's at least one method that has worked really well for you to improve that? Or is there one that you're going to kind of dive a little deeper to, uh, to improve that? Or do you feel like there's, it's just more or less figuring it out still? Honestly, we're still kind of figuring it out. Um, since we just opened in July, you know, um, and we just moved over here in December, we really, so our membership has grown from 185 to 450 since December 3rd. Wow. So we really haven't had a whole lot of time to really sit down and say, yeah. what can we do better? Because it's been pretty busy. Um, but yeah, I would say, you know, I think retention is the one thing that I really want to start um, pushing to get more, to get focused more on. Um, 
it's not that we've been losing a lot, but we have been losing some and we just want, I want to work a little bit more on that. Yeah. And on the topic of, of that, how do you, how do you track, you know, people who've joined or people who maybe, you know, maybe not cancel membership, but, you know, expired membership, whatever it is, but they don't want to continue. How do you guys go about tracking, you know, membership, like in flocks and in exit and whatnot um, for the facility? Uh, well, the system that we're on, am I allowed to say the name? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, okay. yeah um, we're on a system called Wellness Living, and oh, it, okay. it tracks all of that for us. So if we lose a member, we change it, you know, we change their status to inactive member or lost member or whatever. And yeah. any one of those things that we put in there, it tracks that for us. So we Got know it. on any given month how many we've brought in, how many we've lost, how many we've saved. Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, as long as I mean, you have some system yeah. in place, I think a lot of gym owners just have like a sign-in sheet and say, oh, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, I'm terrible with paper. So I probably <laughs> would have lost that a long time ago. <laughs> wow, geez, that, that's awesome. No, and so last few questions here for you, Deb. And I think these are the two of the strongest questions on the entire podcast. And so number one would be, what's the bigger picture for you? You know, what's the overarching goal? Is it just to hit that, that double um, membership base and be good there? Or is there something more for you guys? Honestly, um, I would like to start a chain eventually. Um, I believe in our products so much and and what we have to offer as for our members. Um, Just as an example, we have 450 members. I know 90% of them, I know their first name. They walk in that door, I say their name and I say hello you know, and, and all of my people on the same thing, they say, hello, they say goodbye. They don't necessarily know their names, but I do. And I make a point to go and talk to every single one of my members, new, old, whatever, to say hi, you know? So eventually bigger picture is I really and truly would like to start a a chain um, in different areas of our facility and and make it look like what we have here and to help people. I'm telling you, Ever since I started getting in, in shape and losing weight and COVID, I just think it's so important for people to be healthy. And, and it's not, it was never about the money for us. It was more about getting people healthy because we've figured out what it did for us. And we want to do that for other people. I love that. And I think uh, I can, yeah, I always say you can feel when someone's genuine. Genuine. It's not like you you think it or or, or you hear it. You feel it, and I, I can feel it just by the way you're talking to me. You know how much it means to you, how much these clients mean to you, and how much you genuinely know and believe you are changing their lives. So, I mean, kudos to you seriously, Deb. I mean that that's beautiful. And and, and last question for you. This one is is a good one too. Yeah, we had a gentleman last month. He uh, I asked him the question, and he was like, "You mind giving me a minute?" Walked outside for 10 minutes, came back, and he's like, I'm ready to answer. Like, oh, oh like, no, is it that bad? bad? <laughs> no, I, was like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, it's a good question. I like it. I like hearing it because I think everybody has a different story or a different piece of advice. So you, you just hear me. I think it's a good one. Not okay. a long question. But um, you know, if you could go back in time to when you first opened the gym and, and talk to Deb back then, what's that one piece of advice you would tell yourself in the beginning of the journey? Look into marketing. <laughs> marketing, marketing, marketing. Um, I, I can't draw myself out of a paper bag. Um, I could not give you, uh, oh, I'm terrible at marketing. Um, my biggest thing would be to hire somebody to help you market your business. 
um, and spend the money to do it correctly the first time and not keep trying to catch up like we've been doing. Because, I mean, honestly, it was such a um, quick purchase of the, of the gym, you know, and, and it was a quick, okay, let's get in and let's get open that we really didn't have a lot of time to sit and, and really reflect on a lot of things that we wanted to do. Uh, we just wanted to get it open and, and get people healthy. But I would say, Deb, invest in marketing. <laughs> that would be my biggest thing to tell anybody that's ready to start a business. Yeah, totally. And, you know, Deb, I, I mean, I, I hate to say, but I think it's a good place to wrap up on this episode, but yeah. I, I think I could keep talking to you for the rest of the day if I wanted to <laughs> give you a call after this or something. Yeah, but, uh, I, got, I got lots of things to tell you. <laughs> I appreciate the honesty and transparency on that last portion there too, you know, because I think you're speaking from experience, from the heart, and I, I genuinely appreciate that, and I'm sure the viewers do as well. So, but before we sign out, Deb, please, um, where can people find out more about you? Shout out your Instagram, website, Facebook, oh. everything you have. Okay. All right. So um, our Facebook is giddiesfit.com uh, or www.giddiesfit.com is our website. Um, giddiesfit at whatever. Don't ask me about Facebook because I don't do it. I have someone who does it for me. <laughs> I just know it's at Facebook or at giddiesfit. Um, so it's G-I-D-D-Y-S-F-I-T. So our email is info at giddiesfit.com. And we are located at 2809 Whipple Avenue, Canton, Ohio, 44708. Phone number 330-915-8190. Dave, thank you so much. We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. and look forward to what you can accomplish down the road for sure. And, And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you're interested about talking about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very shortly. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.